Alrighty there. Welcome to Lavender Hill here on KZM Lincoln, KZM HD, 89.3 on the FM and online at kzm.org. Perhaps you're using your handy dandy smarter than a calculator device and listening to the show on TuneIn or Next Radio. However it is that you're listening, I'm glad you're here. And don't forget the archives where you can catch up as well. You can find those at kzm.org slash archives. That was Diane. Anna Ross with I'm Coming Out. And, well, we're all coming out uh, next week, hopefully. So uh, let's get everybody here on the line. Uh, joined by a whole bunch of people today uh, who are going to be uh, talking about this, that, and the other thing for Star City Pride. I see Kevin's got himself unmuted here. So good morning, Kevin. How are you? Maybe. Hello. I can. Are, who's there? Anybody there? Everybody's getting unmuted, but I don't know if anything's going out over the air. It would help if I hit a couple of buttons over here. Pardon me, folks. Pardon me, folks. I, 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 I. There we go. Hi. Hi. I need to pay more attention to what I'm doing with the computer. I'm trying to make things all run nice and smooth, and of course it's not. Well, well hey, we're, we're driving down the street, so it's totally fine. Good. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. So if everybody's here, uh, Kevin, I know you were unmuted earlier, and there you go. I think I've got everybody. I've got some faces. Well, not necessarily faces because I only have two of you on uh camera um i've got some names that i'm not familiar with hey there we go all right so uh dan what's going on hey phil hey oh not much what's going on with you uh making a mess of things as usual it seems okay uh would you like hey. to uh give me a quick rundown of who you've got uh joining me today yeah, um, so Pride is less than a week away, and I thought it'd be a good opportunity uh, to, to kind of meet the team that, uh, that is at the core of what we're doing. Um, I, of course, get to serve as president this year. Uh, Ron is here. He's our community outreach coordinator. Uh, I saw some other names on, if you guys want to introduce yourselves. Uh, Liz, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, um, I'm Liz. I'm the treasurer. All right. And uh, Kevin, I know who you are, but uh, the listeners might not. Yes, and um, I am Kevin Churchma, and I am um, Sponsorship and Development. Okay, and Cody, there's another one that I'm not familiar with. Yeah, hi, my name is Cody. I joined Star City Pride last year. I am currently the secretary. All right, awesome, awesome. Okay, so who wants to talk about uh, Friday? Uh, I can I can talk about Friday. We've got uh, we've got a lot of stuff going on all week. Uh, so I'll just start by saying go to StarCityPride.org. There's so much information there. Uh, a lot of announcements were made this weekend. Uh, Friday night, uh, our featured uh, our our featured entertainment for the evening, TYB is returning. Uh, they were a featured entertainer last year, and they've come back. Uh, the headline this year along with uh, Morgan McMichaels uh, from RuPaul's Drag Race. She'll be performing Friday night. Uh, we open at four on Friday and we're going to have upwards of 80 vendors 
Uh, we're going to have community speakers. We're going to have food trucks. Uh, it's uh, it's it's already uh, you know logistically it's already bigger a, a bigger bigger thing than we dealt with last year. So uh, we're we're really excited to get uh, to get on site and uh, to to put this thing together. Yeah, it does sound like it grows and grows every year. Uh, you know, Cody, since you're new to this, how do you feel about all of this growth that's going on? Oh, I'm super stoked. I'm really excited. Um, I, I think this is just going to be a great year. Um, I know since the pandemic, we've struggled, but we've come so far and we're going to grow so much more in the coming years. Uh, yeah, and uh, Kevin, I, I know that uh, you've been working on this for a few years yourself, and you're kind of the uh, spearhead of what has become the uh, Star City Pride Parade. How do you feel about all this? Oh, yes. Oh, we've got a little bit of delays going on here with some of the uh, audio that. here. So, uh, you know, that, that's the fun of having multiple people on Zoom and, you know, somebody driving and somebody yeah. sitting in her dining room. <laughs> so, uh, let's see here. I think it's that one that's causing some of things here. So everybody be paying attention to what you're, uh, what you've got on your screens there if you can. Okay, Kevin, go ahead. Yeah, I'm really excited this year because um, for the first time, we are completely maxed out on vendors. We have no more room for vendors. So I am super excited and everything. So everybody you know needs to come out and just see all the vendors and you know we've got a lot of great sponsors and it's just going to be so much fun you know it's uh it's it's definitely pride week so happy pride everybody <laughs> and, and like i said uh earlier you're kind of the reason why we have a parade so do you want to talk a little bit about the parade since gretchen wasn't able to make it this morning uh yeah, well, this year I haven't really been doing a whole lot with the parade, but I do know that we do have quite a few um, people this year, and you know we're gonna we're gonna have the same route as last year and everything, and it's just gonna be it's gonna be great, you know. It's gonna be in the morning on Saturday, so it'll be it'll be lot, lots of fun. Um, hopefully, this year we can get more than 2,000 people like we had last year <laughs> at the parade. Oh, that I'm sure we crazy. will have more, yes. Uh, and yeah, since, we were... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. We were going to be... Yeah, we were going to be happy if we had, like, maybe three to 500 people show up for the parade. And when we had that many people show up, we didn't know what to do. We were like, oh, my goodness, what do we do? <laughs> but... The show must go on, as they say, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The parade starts at, at 9.30 on Saturday, so because we're expecting so many people, I would just say if you're planning on heading down, go down early, 8.30 or 9, and get a good spot. Um, it goes all the way around the Capitol building, so there really isn't a bad spot, but kind of the, the center of parade activity will be on that north side of the Capitol building on K Street. That's where, That's Phil, you're going to be co-emceeing the event. You're going to be co-emceeing with, uh, with Rachel and I. 
Ah, so now I, at least I know who is uh, emceeing with me. I didn't know that last week. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it, it's uh, been an interesting time getting this all lined up for everything. So, yeah, that's going to be quite the experience. And you've all heard my voice every Sunday morning. Now you get to hear me and see me on Saturday. And, of course, I'll be at the uh, KZUM table at the uh, festival itself. Uh, Liz, you've been sitting there quietly, patiently, and all that other than saying hello. And so what all have you been doing with this? I know you've you've got a lot of responsibility, too. Um, I just joined Star City Pride just this year. Um, it's been hectic but fun, and I've really enjoyed um, getting to know everybody on the board and uh, getting to participate in preparing for the festival and everything. It's been great. Uh, I'm super excited parade especially because the hype of the parade last year was just over the top so i'm really excited for that again awesome 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 all right uh if if he sees that i'm gonna ask cody to come back on the line i had that uh, well maybe if he does there you are cody how's it going yes. oh not bad <laughs> uh, so uh remind us again what it is that you've been doing with uh pride uh, well, I'm the current secretary, so I take all of the notes for the meetings and stuff like that. And I pretty much do anything that's asked of me. Um, this this year, you know, like I said, this year is going to be really great. Um, and and I'm excited to help out in any way I can. Awesome, awesome. And, you know, with all those vendors that are going to be there, all those activities that are going to be going on with, uh, you know, Pride Your Pet, Saturday as one of the first things happening on the main stage and the performers and the speakers and all that other wonderful stuff. It is going to be trying to keep up with everything. That's what I'm going to be doing. It's just trying to keep up. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know as the board if we can actually keep up with all the activities that are going on. That's why we kind of split everything up because, you know, but one thing I do want to say is, you know, that Star City Pride would never happen, you know, each year without the amazing volunteers that we get every year. And I just want to give a great big shout out to anybody who has signed up to be a volunteer this year. And as a board, we thank you so much because you are what helps make this happen. Very well said. And you can't forget those volunteers. If it weren't for volunteers, there wouldn't be as much going on in Lincoln as there is. Um, I know that it's the and same. And we do have a lot of spots available still. Mm -hmm. And we, <laughs> we still we have go. a lot available to sign up. So Yeah. So take advantage of that. StarCityPride.org slash volunteer. And uh, you can uh, claim one of those spots. Uh, thank you for chiming in with that, Ron. I'm really glad that you did because uh, I wasn't sure, sure. if they were still <laughs> open. Yeah. Hey, you're no longer yeah. driving, Dan. You can pay attention to what's going on. Yeah, we're hard. We're hard to put it out. <laughs> we had a last-minute uh, haircut. We got haircuts for this radio interview. So. <laughs> well, you did what you're supposed to do when you have a haircut. You get it done about a week before the event that it's for. That way, right. you can you know everything kind of mellows out and all that. It's like I'm going That's to be right. dyeing the beard amethyst. So. Mm, nice. Wow. Uh, yeah. That'd be cool. Mm, it's like, hey, I, I work from home, so it doesn't matter what I look like. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and there's been some major changes, actually, I've noticed with the board, you know, with seeing uh, Liz and Cody as new members on the board. It's like I missed out on some of those changes. And I know there's so many former board members who have moved out of state and taken their pride to their new states. So, uh, you know, can't yeah. forget them yeah. because if it weren't for them, pride wouldn't have uh, been around for as long as it has been. You're yeah, sure. Liz, we... yeah, Liz and Cody, they actually joined us um, last year as volunteers for the parade committee. So that's how they became involved with Star City Pride. And they also helped out with the festival. So, you know, it's always good to have more community involvement. Mm. I thought Liz's face looked a little familiar from last year. <laughs> uh, Dan or Ron, one of you was going to say something there. Oh, I was just saying that, you know, Star City Pride's been around for 17 years. It's been through all different, uh, you know, formations of of board and uh, a lot of different people have served. And, and, and you're right, we wouldn't be uh, where we are this upcoming weekend without, uh, without the trials and tribulations and successes of the past. And um, I mean, that's kind of what this weekend is about, is celebrating those victories and you know, we know that there's still a lot of work ahead, and uh, it's better to face it as a as a as a unified uh, as a unified front as a community. So um, that's been the that's been one of the aspects that I've really been looking forward to this year is uh, is is more of that the, the the solidarity feeling and just bringing people together so so yeah we're building on on our successes and our past and i this is gonna be a great opportunity to see a lot of faces that that you know maybe we haven't seen since last pride or uh, or pride's past so mm. yeah i was uh showing a friend of mine how to get to the festival site uh you know showing her on google maps and all that and of course you know google keeps track of where you've been and when you've been there and all that and i'm like i haven't been in that area since last june <laughs> i guess i don't go downtown very often but um you know i want to give a little bit of a rundown here for everybody as uh you know things start friday four o'clock at the mat lot for the friday evening part of things uh saturday morning the parade starts at 9 30 come early so you can get a good spot i know i will be there before 7 30 in the morning i'm crazy but uh <laughs> you know no crazier than you know the other people here on the air with me right now for doing this but exactly uh, and then we'll all be going over to the uh the festival site itself uh with all those uh wonderful activities and uh stage shows and speakers and all of that wonderful stuff plus all those vendors uh you know i may actually be at the kzum table or i may be dragged all over the place like i was last year I don't know, but, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a great time. We all get to, you know, uh, show our pride, uh, you know, whether, you know, whether you're there because you are part of the community, you know, the LGBTQI2S, et cetera, part of the community, or you're there as an ally. It doesn't matter. You're there to celebrate this community and Lincoln's community has grown over the last 17 years thanks to star city pride has grown over the last several decades actually thanks to many people who uh, have been involved in the past with pride uh, have been involved with local businesses that are very supportive of the community uh you know um what was it uh, panic bar was where star city pride was at for several years 
And if it weren't for them, I don't know where we'd be today. You know, I probably wouldn't know any of the people that I'm talking to right now. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. those were those were good days. Yep. Yeah. And the nicest thing, other than you know it being a locally owned LGBT etc. bar, was that there was actually an air conditioned place to go into once in a while. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we don't quite have that yeah. luxury th anymore, we, but we still got some great time. Yes, we do have an igloo, a couple of them. <laughs> yeah, we do have. Uh, we we've we've got more shade this year. We listened to attendees' comments last year, and we we are providing more shade. And we've actually got a couple of um, like uh, air conditioned, personalized igloo uh, experiences in the VIP area. We've got two of them, and we've actually got a promotion running right now. People who buy their tickets between, I think it was Thursday when we announced it, and uh, and and tomorrow, let's say noon, uh, people will be drawn randomly from those ticket purchasers, and they'll get uh, a four-hour block of time for them and three friends ah, in, uh, in the cool. air-conditioned coolers. So, cool. um, yeah. It, Literally exactly. cool. Literally. <laughs> so get your ticket right now. Yeah. Go get tickets. It's like I'll be wandering around with my battery-operated fan around my neck. <laughs> and a spray bottle probably of water just to keep myself from melting. But, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to be a great time. It's, you know, probably going to be a hot one. I've been looking at the forecast yeah. just to see. And, uh, you know, Us too. You know, bring those rainbow umbrellas with you. That'll be nice. little shade that you can carry around with you. But uh, all right, so going down the list, going a different way. Um, last words before we wrap up, Cody. Yeah. Anything that you want to share to to wrap things up today? Um. Well, um, Star City Pride is you know happy Pride for everybody coming out there. Um, we're gonna have a great time. Uh, there's going to be there's going to be entertainment. There's going to be food. There's going to be all kinds of stuff, and um, I'm just really excited. And I hope to see everybody there. Awesome, awesome, Liz. Um, I just wanted to just shout out that there's going to be a kid zone in case people don't know that because I think it's awesome. I have a daughter, Faye. She's going to be enjoying that kid zone at some point, too, I think. So um, it's definitely a family-friendly event, and everybody should come and bring their entire family. All right. Kevin. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> kind of putting everybody on the spot here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But to wrap it all up and everything, I, you know, I just want to want to let, you know, everybody know and stuff like that how much I appreciate the board and how much I appreciate all the hard work and dedication that everybody has put into this and just to let everybody know we have done this and it is 100% volunteer so the hours we are putting in are volunteer hours and you know I think every single one of us you know we do this not only for our love for you know pride but also we do it for the community we do it for everybody so that they can celebrate pride well said, well said. Ron? Hey, um, I guess this year I'm super excited about the new, uh, the new layout of uh, performers. And, of course, since I get a book them, um, <laughs> with, the extra, with the extra RuPaul entertainment this year, I think we'll attract a lot more people that 
that that enjoy the RuPaul drag, drag race because we'll have one each night. So uh, that's that's I guess my most exciting exciting point. And of course, happy Pride and woo Dan. Um, it's it's Pride weekend. There's so many things going on. We're going to be running around crazy. I, I hope that we, as a board and as volunteers and as participants, that we get a moment to kind of stop and take it all in. Maybe take a break and and experience Pride for what it is. Um, it's worthwhile work and. Um, you know, I I love seeing uh, all the people that come every year. I really enjoy seeing, especially the last few years, it's been really great turnout with uh, youth and their friends and their family, and it's really turning into a community and a family experience. And, you know, between the parade and, uh, and the activities on Friday and Saturday, I mean, you really can't beat it for an outdoor festival. It's, it's a, it's, a pretty great experience so yeah it's gonna be a lot of work but of course we're excited to to be a part of it yeah it's definitely and we have a free pride event this year a ah, free pride event yes that's... which is on thursday night yep Dan. yeah we did add a, a pre pride event uh it combines the art of pride uh art auction uh which features art by queer artists and allies um we're also awarding uh, our three stellar legacy awards at this event, and it's the premiere uh, of the Star City uh, mix is it mixed chorus. Uh, yeah, Star City mixed chorus is going to be doing their first performance uh, oh, at awesome. Pride. Uh, and then there's a post Pride brunch on Sunday. So I mean, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. There's something going on every day for just about anybody who's looking for something to do. So, StarCityPride.org. Definitely got to get that website out there as often as we can and uh, you know, yeah. just to help people be aware. And, of course, there's also the Facebook if uh, that's easier mm-hmm. for you. Uh, for wanna, sure. I want to thank you all for being on today. Sorry about the uh, technical difficulties at the very beginning of things. I do that every time Ron is here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so intimidating. I get all nervous with the buttons. Well, no, I'm, I don't expect you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> expect the unexpected that's one thing i've definitely learned over the over the course of time here but uh yeah it's going to be a great time i'm looking forward to seeing you all thank you for being here and listeners stay tuned i've got a special interview with dr lauren olson about his new book no more neckties uh coming up in the second half of the show all righty let Ooh. me hit all my buttons you all have a good one and i'll see you on the weekend Okay, see you, Phil. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. And that was Gabe R. Blues off of Blackberry Rose and other songs and sorrows from Lavender Country, featuring singer-songwriter Patrick Haggerty from his 2021 release. And I hope you enjoyed that and that you're sticking around, because coming up right next is an interview with Dr. Lauren Olson about his new book, No More Neckties, a memoir in essays. Hello and welcome to the show. It's been quite a while since we've had you on. Yes, I don't remember the last time, Philip, but uh, it's been a while. I believe you were at uh, First Plymouth Congregational here in Lincoln for something a number of years ago. I I remember we went and had lunch afterwards, a whole bunch of us did. 
Yes, I, I remember that. Uh, I've forgotten there was with that church, but yes, I remember yeah. now. Yeah, and it was uh, your second visit after you had published your first book. Yes, yes. <laughs> and now you've got a new book out. Yes, I do. I uh, just launched it uh, May 17th, so it's very new, and uh, I'm busy out uh, talking to the world about it. Yeah, I saw you were in Vancouver, British Columbia not too long ago. Uh, yeah, in fact, I'm in Seattle today. I'm just coming back from that trip. Uh, so I'm be driving around the country and uh, Canada as well, uh, and even Australia next February. So. <laughs> You go to the land down under during our winter, so it'll be somewhat enjoyable. I think it should be. I'm looking forward to it. Just remember to look out for all of those uh, dangerous insects down there. They, like to kill you. <laughs> they say everything in, in Australia wants to kill you, and some of them just have too small a teeth. <laughs> I, somebody else just cautioned me about that this week, so that's why I'm laughing about it. <laughs> Well, I had the pleasure of reading an early uh, release of the book, you know, uh, your uh, uh, galley release that you sent out to some reviewers and other people that might be interested. And I, like, devoured the book. Well, thank you. Thank you. I think I read it in significantly less time than your first one, and I don't know if it was just because of the essay, essay style it made it easier to read, or if it was just something I needed to read when I had. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that, uh, Philip. I uh, uh, have received a lot of favorable comments about it. It was a, a frightening book in some ways to write, as you can imagine from some of the things I wrote about. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, you know, I've spent, I'm 79, I've spent most of my life uh, not talking about some of those things. And, uh, you know, in writing a memoir, one of the problems is that uh, you not only reveal your history, which is your own risk, but you uh, know that you're touching on the lives of other people that you love and you don't want to uh, hurt them in the process of doing it. And mm. so that was probably uh, the most difficult part in publishing it. Oh, I can only imagine uh, writing about your brother and his uh, his tragic accident and then becoming mayor. Yes. And uh, several other things with that, writing about your your parents, writing about your marriage. Yes. Both yes. of them. Both of them. <laughs> <laughs> two very different marriages. <laughs> yes, two very different marriages. And writing about suicide, writing about infidelity, writing about aging and age differences in relationships and uh you know some of those uh interesting things that happen when you're in the service during the days that you know that don't ask don't tell wasn't even a thought yes yes that's for sure yeah, uh, some of those, of course, were much more painful than others and and uh, uh more personal uh, but um uh, and and talking about uh, my current marriage and the struggles that we went uh, through, but uh, also with my first marriage and my wife, you know, she and I have a wonderful relationship now, and and I didn't want to talk about it in any way that would damage either of those uh, relationships, and that was uh, the part I was most afraid of. Oh yes, I'm sure. And uh, did you let your ex-wife? the kids and your husband read the essays before it went to print? 
Uh, no, I didn't let them read it. I talked to them about it, and my wife has read the book now, and and uh, we've had a very interesting discussion about it. Doug has not read it and and, and chooses not to, but he knows uh, what I've written uh, uh, about it. Uh, I don't think he wants to revisit that time either, uh, and uh, because it was a very dark time in our relationship, and both of us, I think, had some doubts about whether or not we wanted to continue it. And, you know, I hope that what people get out of that is to realize that relationships are problematic and it doesn't matter if they're gay or straight or any other alternative relationship. Um, We go through dark times and sometimes you have to uh, fight to salvage a relationship that was once good and uh, could be good again. And uh Fortunately, we, we were able to do that and get back to uh, probably a better pit place in our relationship than we were uh, when that was all going on. That's good to know that you uh, seem to be in a much better place. And speaking of much better place, you've also recently retired. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep retiring over and over again, Philip. I, I, uh, I uh, have always been passionate about the work uh, uh, in psychiatry that I've done, and I uh, uh, feel that it's kind of a calling, and it's uh, hard to give it up. And uh, actually, uh, the week before I left for Vancouver, I was working in Missouri for a week there in a in a hospital, and I will go back there and work a couple more more weeks. And you know. I, at 79, you have to wonder at what point uh, do do your skills begin to drop off to the point where you're not competent. And I always joke that I want to uh, leave before I'm asked to leave. Uh, you know, yeah. And uh, I suppose at some point that will happen. So far, I don't think I'm at that point. Uh, psychiatry is not very physically demanding, so an old person continue, continues. It's not uncommon for a psychiatrist to work uh, later in their life than most physicians do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 very true. It's like and what I do for a living now is uh, dealing with the, uh, if you will pardon the phrasing, the aftermath of dealing with a physician uh, <laughs> of various kinds oh, and. Yeah. And finding out that one of the most amazing things is is most insurance plans do not cover psychiatry. Yes. Uh, in fact, I mentioned to you before we went on uh, that uh, I was having a discussion with someone about it, you know, and and we've recently been through so many of these violent tragedies uh, uh, related to guns primarily. Uh, and so often the initial response is, you know, that, uh, that there must be a mental health problem and uh, this person should have fixed it. But um uh, and in some ways blaming psychiatry for not doing more. And in fact, at the same time, uh, that happens, uh, mental health benefits have been strikingly cut uh, in many places. So we're on the one hand told that we're at fault for not doing something more about it and at the same time uh, finding that we're uh, less and less valued um, by the uh, payers for the services that we do. 
And so I, I get very upset about that. And, you know, uh, one of the things that uh, I talk about is uh, suicide and people who are struggling to come out. And we talk about that a lot in terms of young people. And uh, uh, I think it's like 45% or so of young people have, uh, who are LGBTQ uh, have considered, seriously considered suicide. And many are successful. Uh, and uh, 80% of those people want mental health help. Uh, only about 60% of them can access it. And, uh, you know, uh, it's a very big struggle now and increasingly so with uh, them not being able to even talk to school counselors or the uh, the parents can sue uh, the school district if they uh, do so. Uh, so there's this contradiction in these values that people are expressing of, wanting us to do more, but wanting at the same time to uh, trim the resources that are available. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, as you well know, uh, being you know, the, the ripe young age of 79, uh, <laughs> people of older generations are more resistant to seeking psychiatric help. Yes, I think, you know, uh, we come from a place where uh, when I grew up, a person that had a mental health problem was sent off to a state hospital and uh, often didn't return uh, sometimes for years or um, sometimes indefinitely. And that was kind of the history. And uh, my mother didn't want me to be a psychiatrist. Uh, My grandfather had uh, committed suicide and she had discovered his body. And I think uh, as I look back on it, uh, she thought that was going to be the life that I was going to be living was, was taking care of those kinds of tragedies. Uh, and so uh, I was 23 when I discovered that he had committed suicide, even though uh, we had been living with him uh, at the time that it happened. He, he was, I was uh, six years old, I think, when it happened. And for 17 years, it was a secret uh, unknown to me. Uh, and, uh, uh, somewhat to my siblings who found out maybe a little earlier, but at the same time, uh, our family couldn't talk about it. And, and that really, uh, is uh, sad because we have depression in our family. Uh, and, uh, to not be able to talk about it, uh, we weren't able to discuss the possibility that people who get depressed, uh, have opportunities for treatment and, and not to suffer the way that they have. Mm-hmm. And you, uh, you write about that, uh, your grandfather's suicide. You write about that in the book. And you write about your own uh, temptations, if you will, in that same direction. Absolutely. You know, I think uh, that uh, one of the things that I uh, think has been helpful to me is to uh, a, an Australian uh, psychiatrist by the name of Saxby Pridmore wrote about what he called um, uh, 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 predicament suicide. And uh, his definition of that term is that people who are not uh, suffering from a mental illness are in a predicament uh, that seems uh, impossible to resolve. Uh, And coming out is often that kind of a situation for many people uh, where uh, they feel that there's a bad choice and a worse choice. And and sometimes under those circumstances, uh, suicide becomes uh, or at least begins to appear like a rational uh, choice uh, for them. Uh, and uh, I think that's particularly true, Philip, in the generation of men 
who are somewhat older and have been in uh, heterosexual marriages and have children and uh, feel that uh, leaving is going to uh, destroy the relationship with their wives. Uh, uh, many of them love those wives and, and married them in good faith. And, of course, many are very committed to their children. And they feel that they may destroy their relationship with their children. And, in fact, uh, that often occurs, unfortunately. Uh, so it does seem like a predicament uh, for many people that doesn't have any easy resolution. And it's not all sad and depressing stuff that you write about in your book, of course. We don't <laughs> want to leave that impression with people because you, you had several triumphs that you celebrated, your own as well as family and friends. Yes, yeah, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I've tried to um, put some incidents uh, uh describe some that were uh, funny, uh, the... Uh, one I think is, uh, that comes to my mind as we're talking about it is uh, my first experience uh, uh, trying to have sex with a woman uh, uh, and uh, putting on a condom when I didn't know how, and even trying to purchase one uh, at a time when uh, uh, condoms were only available through a pharmacist and uh, were kept behind the counter, unlike today where they're available in every convenience store uh, and drugstore. Uh, and, uh, but I was so sexually naive. I grew up in a town uh, in northeast Nebraska, Wakefield, Nebraska, uh, where uh, everybody uh, pretty much looked alike and held the same beliefs and, and, uh, 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 there was no sex education. I didn't have any sex education through medical school or even in my residency. Nobody really talked about what healthy, uh, good sex was like. And so, uh, one of the things I like to talk about is, uh, how we can have healthy sex, uh, well into late life if we understand it better. Uh, and like I said, I devoured the book. Uh, I was, of course, out for surgery around the same time. So that may have had something to do with it. But, you know, when you're high on pain pills, you can only read a few pages at a time. That's true. And that's one of the things that I like about the, the essay style for a memoir is that I think the longest one is like maybe eight pages. Yeah, probably. So you can sit down, read one or two, and then think about it for a while and not feel pressured to move on to the next chapter. Yes, that's exactly right, Philip. In the writing, my goal was to not have people spend time after they read an essay thinking about my life, but thinking about how my life triggered their own memories of experiences that paralleled them in some way in their life and begin to ultimately with a message of hope that those struggles that we go through, we can get through and we can deal with the hard stuff in our life. And a lot of that has to do with being able to talk with someone about that hard stuff. And speaking of being able to listen to you talk about that hard stuff, are you going to be coming through Lincoln sometime soon to do <laughs> a uh, book signing? Yes, I am. Uh, I am going to be uh, in both uh, Omaha and Lincoln. I um uh, uh, will be at the Bookworm in Omaha on uh, June 11th and uh, at uh, Indigo Books on June 26th. Uh, and I'll be uh, in both places uh, uh, as well as some other events in the uh, in the area as well. But those two times, I'm, I know that I will be there for sure. 
and uh, I believe you were uh, you did a, a Zoom or a Skype in or whatever uh, at Wayne State recently, didn't you? Yeah, you know, uh, that's 10 miles from my hometown, and I was a little concerned about going there. But, uh, you know, one of the funny things uh, that happened during that visit was um, after uh, they were having a a kind of a pride celebration just before uh, exam week there, and they had the most fantastic drag show I've ever seen. (laughs) It was it was a really, really a great drag show, and I could not have imagined in my early life that this town, ten miles uh, away, and, and Wayne State College would would uh, uh, have anything like that. Uh, one of the interesting things about it, though, was uh, about ninety five percent of the audience, I bet, were women, and I would say that uh, there was still some underlying threat for men to go to see something which might uh, uh, suggest that they had any same-sex leanings. Uh, mm. uh, it was it was curious uh, to see the audience, but it was a wonderful show. Uh, and I'm actually going to uh, be doing a uh, on the 4th of July weekend, I'm going to be uh, doing a book reading and discussion at the, the library in Wakefield, uh, which will be interesting because uh, some of the book uh, talks a lot about my early experiences in small town Nebraska. And well, there's quite a few of the listeners that are familiar with small town Nebraska. I grew up in Holland, and uh, uh, one of my regular listeners actually grew up in Wisner. Oh well, sure. Wisner uh, was uh, one of the teams that beat us during my senior year playing football. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's been great chatting with you. Unfortunately, we are running out of time, so I want to say thank you and ask you to share with the listeners where they can go to find your book. Yeah, the easiest, well, it's going to be available uh, in any bookstore. You might have to order it because it won't always be on the shelf, uh, but it's available through any bookstore and any of the online uh, uh, retailers are, uh, it's listed at Barnes & Noble and Amazon uh, as well. And um, uh, the easiest way to to find out more about me or the book, uh, there's uh, even an excerpt on my website. Um, just go to nomorenecticesbook.com and that will get you to. Uh, and I love to hear from people who uh, uh, have read it or have comments or questions. And uh, the biggest joy uh, for me in writing anything like this is to hear from people uh who are touched in some way by something I've said or done. And I really encourage people to, to get a hold of me if they like to. All right. Great. Like I said, it's great to have you on the show. I'm looking forward to the 26th when you're at Indigo Bridge. Be my first time at their new location. I've been kind of waiting for that. Oh, I'm and, glad you told uh, me there's a new location. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not down in the Haymarket anymore. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so looking forward to seeing you and uh, hearing you read from your book and getting to see some of the community. Well, I hope uh, your listeners will come out and visit with me in person on that day. Uh, uh, I, I really look forward to that. All right. Well, again, thank you for being on the show and uh, safe journeys. Thank you. Thanks for having me on again, Philip. Going to wrap things up here on Lavender Hill and get ready to hand things over to Deb Anderson with the Women's Show. 
But of course, want to leave you with a couple of reminders. Next weekend is Star City Pride, and that kicks off Friday evening there at the Matlot. Uh, you can find out all the details about Friday evening's events by visiting starcitypride.org. And of course, don't forget that Pride Parade Saturday morning around the Capitol building. You can start showing up as early as you want so you can get a good seat and enjoy the parade. And if you're a participant, make sure you check in at the gate for that so that you can get to your places. Alrighty, well, we're going to go out with another Summer Osborne. She seems to be a, a good favorite of mine right now. And she was just up at the uh, Des Moines Pride, the Capital City Pride there in Des Moines, Iowa this morning. So uh, maybe you caught that. Maybe you didn't. I don't know. But you'll get to hear some of her right now. Thank you for tuning in to Lavender Hills. Stay tuned for all the wonderful programming on KZUN.